This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Ngunnawal and Yambri people, and we pay respect to Mother Earth, the footprints that came before us, the ones we follow now, and the footsteps that will guide us long into the future. Dot your T's and cross your I's, can ADHD people lie? <laughs> it's uh, true though. But is it? But is it? Yes. Are you fibbing? Yes. Are you lying to me right now? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but no, but yes. As long as you dot your T's and cross your I's. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 27 of FM Fish ADHD for Grown Ups. My name is Callie and I am here with... The Lachlan Barrett. The Lachlan. Excellent. The, Lachlan. the very beardy Lachlan Barrett. And also joining us on the sofa today, we have a return guest. You will remember her from such episodes as... I'm behind on my 15. podcast. Well, <laughs> I haven't listened yet. I you have, will also recognise her from Lachlan, giving her shit in every episode every she hasn't episode. been on. <laughs> Shana, welcome back. How Thanks. are you, my friend? I'm good and obviously still short. You've done a Shana. She is short. Done a Shana is now a thing that gets said to Dunna almost Shana. all guests that haven't, that can't. So Lockie has this thing when a guest comes in. If they can't immediately recite the date of release, the name of the podcast episode, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's far. like, dude, but you've you done are, a Shana. But hang on, hang on. I'm hanging. We all have ADHD, well, majority of us, and most of the people that are listening as well. So how do you expect us to actually remember in what episode was what said and the More date importantly, and I forgot you say H. You don't forget all the other things. <laughs> like what? Like all the, the fact things. that you give me shit yeah. about being short Dumb. in most See, episodes. Short yeah, but that's, and also not listening that's religiously. It's okay, bow. boo. You do you. We're okay. You don't actually need to listen to every episode. We just judge you for it. That's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with being judged. Yeah. Go right ahead. How have you been anyway, babes? Good. Busy. Life mm. is busy. Uh, Good busy or everybody get fuck busy? Both. Yeah, okay. So like Actually, some I just days, remember, as you pointed out, you do have ADHD. So, yep. Yeah. That's what there we is do. no one answer. So no. like some days I'm just like everybody get fucked and then other days I'm like, yes, this is this is great. This is going the right direction and the next day it can be different yeah i was told i look really relaxed today and i was like that's because i've literally put everything in the fuck it basket <laughs> everything is, when someone says you look really relaxed though is that like trying to say something else is that like you didn't dress up or Sounds you like didn't do your slap, face or you didn't like oh, like when people say you, you look a bit tired you're yeah. right you've done very well yeah so like and you're saying, just like fuck off actually i saw a meme about that we're not going into memes yet but i did see a meme about that which i'm gonna just butcher now but that said as a woman you either wear makeup or you don't wear makeup it cannot be a can it cannot be a combination of both because you either wear makeup but if you if you commit to wearing makeup you have to wear it every day because the one day you don't everyone will think you're dying uh literally <laughs> so there was oh, bang like sorry at my old workplace I went into work and I was tired and I didn't do my own makeup and they were like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like they were seriously concerned yep. for me because I did not have makeup on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And they are like, you didn't do your face. Yeah, and also everybody go fuck yourself. Um, but also a really good way if you don't want to work 
you just don't put makeup on and everyone just thinks you look sick and yeah. you just go, yeah. yeah and just now everyone it. knows your secret. Which kind of leads us Good into job. the episode though. Today we are going to talk about lying. But is it lying or is it exaggerating? Well, I think there's a bit of both. But look, we'll get to the topic, I think, a bit later on. So before we do, we just have to remind everyone, because we forgot to say it last week until right at the very end, we are not professionals. This podcast that you are listening to in your ear holes is all about our experience with my late ADHD diagnosis. Well, that's kind of where it started. Now I believe we've expanded to cover other people's experiences with their diagnoses. And we are in no way professionals or intending this to be professional advice for you. So please do not take it as such. Do you not think, Mr. Lachlan? I was just thinking, please take our advice, but question whether you're going to take it seriously or not. Take it, but don't take it seriously? Yep. Oh, okay. I don't know. Are we going to get ourselves a lawsuit there? I'm not quite sure. You're very beardy. So like, listen, but don't necessarily, it's not like... Chana loves a good beard. I do love beards. Yeah, so it's a I good way. Beards. I know you do. Yeah. It's like beards my thing. I know. I just think bacteria, bacteria on your face. Except and for the ones who actually take care up against of my their face. I brush it. Yeah, but do, do you, you have beard shampoo it? and beard oil and beard balm and like, gross like It's got nothing to do I went with all it. Out. All hair, whether it's your eyelashes, your ear hair, your nose hair, hair on your body has two functions, either to keep you warm or to trap bacteria. Beard. So but it's good the bacteria. beard around your mouth is trapping bacteria. No, preventing it from getting into your air holes. Yeah, but why don't we have beards then? I do have a beard. I'm not talking about like <laughs> random stray black hairs on your chin. Mine are not black, they are ginger, thank you very much. Oh, well, I have random oh, black hairs oh, on my chin. Oh, we heard it here I... first. Yes, ginger beard. Oh, everybody's first. beards are ginger. We heard it I don't have a ginger first. beard. I literally have like those random black hairs that grow on your chin after you have kids. Not, not old yeah, ginger do, locks over there. Yeah. <laughs> have do you, you have seen ginger? the colour of um, like Shana's hair right now? I hate it. I would just like to point that out. Why'd you do it? Everyone likes it. I love it. And everyone's like it. so not, um, I hate it. I do not like it. It is not me. It is not a colour I would do Ooh, again. Fuck it off then. And to Why'd my hairdresser, I am fucking sorry. I'm coming back in a couple of weeks and you're going to have to fix it. So. What colour are you going to go next? I don't know. I can always tell how much time has passed by how many colours your hair has been. Ginger. <laughs> it's not ginger. No, go I think ginger. you should go no, back yuck. to pink. I just love your hair pink. Yeah, but... Do you know why I changed it from pink? Because everybody started doing the hair pink. No, but yes, but no. Because everyone mistook so, you for pink. No, because it didn't match with my emerald green shirt, which I wear in winter. Okay, yeah, good point. And also it clashed with my red lipstick and it just didn't like always match uh, the outfit that I was okay. wearing. And so I wanted a more neutral colour that I could wear all my other colours with and it wouldn't matter what colour lipstick or shirt I wore. However, I hate this colour. Oh, okay. Everyone asked fair. you what Justin Timberlake Lake was like in real life. and Justin Timberlake was Timberlake, like? Timberlake, yeah. What Justin Timberlake was like in real life and when the next movie of Trolls was coming out. Because you had pink hair and you're little. Can we all just take I'm a second? I'm not even laughing at, right at that button. joke. I got the right button. Yay! <laughs> but also, I normally laugh at all your jokes. I'm not even laughing at that joke. Yep. That's because you don't like Justin Timberlake. No, not really. So no. for those of you who have not met you before, Shauna. Yes. 
Do you want to just very briefly TLDR version, which for those of you I didn't realise, I thought I'm the old person in the room. I thought I was the only person who needed to look up what different things meant. TLDR, too long, didn't read. Cliff's Notes. I had to explain what Cliff's Notes were today, which I think is from the other end of the spectrum. That's something that old people know about. They're the notes that Cliff takes. They're the cheats notes for uni, right? So yeah. it's like, you don't know. Yeah, right. So I had to explain them today. And I think the people I explained it to thought that meant I had cheated at uni. I did not. I actually never used Cliff Notes, but it's just a saying, right? Cliff's Notes. Give me the Cliff's Notes version. Right. Anywho. So my name's Shana. Version. Go. My name's Shana. I'm 32. I got diagnosed at... How old was I? No, I'm not 32. I got diagnosed at 32. I didn't I'm nearly. Why are you lying? Holy shit! I am not embarrass you. Into, I am 34 in two months. I got diagnosed at 32. My son is diagnosed at the age of four, medicated from age of five. I also have an eight-year-old, and which I'm, is how we met. Yes, and I am just trying to get through day by day with all of the neurodivergence in my house. Storm yeah. in a teacup. Yeah. Everyone's very different. Everyone has their own icks. Everyone has their own triggers. Everyone needs things that the other people find absolutely repulsive and there's just lots of chaos. And then at work there's also lots of large personalities as well. So it's just chaotic but most of the time good chaos. Yeah. Also my dog's name's Chaos. Your dog's name is Chaos, and they and always say your dog will meet the name you he give it. Definitely. So if does. you call your dog Killer, then they become vicious. Yeah. If you call your dog Chaos, then you kind of brought it on yourself. I did it to myself. <laughs> should have called it Moneymaker. <laughs> you should have called it, yes. Moneymaker. Money should have just called him, yeah, that's a good idea, but I should have just called him like Snowflake or something. Oh, could nice. you imagine? You've and then had like snow a out big sookie laugh. Cuddles. Come here, cuddles. Come here, cuddles. Oh, he is. Do you know what? He is like the most non-cuddly dog. He gives you two minutes of affection and then he's like, I'm going to sit on the opposite side of the couch and don't you dare touch me because I will get up and move. But he's a husky, isn't he? Yes, he's a husky. So he's got ADHD. Yeah, probably. Sounds fair. Yeah, most huskies Mm. do. Mm. Yeah. Most all dogs do. All dogs do. As per PB's podcast. PB's productions. All dogs have ADHD. They really do. And there's books as well that all cats have autism and all birds have anxiety. There are others too, but they're the only ones I can remember. First question. um, We like to ask it for everybody on the couch. Obviously, we didn't ask you this last time. We asked you some other things, but we didn't ask you this one. Do you have a language preference? So language first, person first, identity first. I have ADHD. And is that a grammar issue or is it a preference because of how you wish to be identified? Didn't you say you got it from your dad, not your grandma? Huh. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Stop oh, laughing stop at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even funny. Uh, I think it's a grammar thing I, it, because it's something that I have. It's not who I am. I'll, I'll call myself like neurospicy or like neurodivergent or whatever. But I say I have ADHD. Okay. So did you see my face then? Yep. So apparently neurospicy has been cancelled. Why? So I came off TikTok, right? I came off it for a while because, you know, stuff... Apparently, we don't say neurospicy anymore. Now, as a neurodivergent person, I actually feel I should be allowed to choose to call myself bloody neurospicy if I wish to. 
But apparently it's because we use spicy. I went on TikTok and for five minutes and I was like, what? 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 Are you? So has Instagram hasn't caught up yet because it takes a few months for Instagram to catch up with TikTok. But the term spicy is apparently negative. So we call it the spicy cough around Rona. You know, we would say somebody's being spicy if they're being a bit aggressive or a little bit shit. And so apparently that means we shouldn't use neurospicy anymore. I never thought of it that way. I thought spicy as in, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, you can't see my actions. That sound uh, definitely goes better with actions. But I also, like the other day I said, chaos has been bitten by a spicy fly. Spicy fly mosquito? No, a bee. <laughs> he got stung by a bee. Oh, poor cat. I wasn't and laughing face, at that. I was laughing at the spicy up. fly. But I oh, called it a spicy fly. Yeah, so that's it's a negative connotation. So they're saying because of that negative connotation, we shouldn't use it for neurospicy. I kind of feel like it only takes like a second person to agree with one person's, you know, thought pattern. But I don't care if someone else thinks no. it's negative. Like I, think they're I just can being call myself whatever the hell. <laughs> Neurosalty. Stop being neurosalty and just get along. Well, salty and... to me means you're being a bit of a, a bit aggressive. You're yeah. being a bit like go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but leading on from that, like it, you're right, a hundred percent, Lockie. It's all it takes is one person on TikTok and three mm. people in their comments, and all of a sudden something's flipping yeah. changed. Um, but also they're very echo chambery in TikTok because it is the best algorithm that's ever been invented ever. But like a while back. I think I reckon earlier this year or possibly towards the end of last year, there was this whole thing and someone came for me because I used the term neurotypical or neurodivergent or something. It was something neurodivergent versus neurotypical. I said NDNT. Which are actually medically classified terms. And so somebody did this massive thing about what even is neurotypical. We're all neurodiverse. Um, and this person, meaning me, has got um, a voice. They've got a because I've got I had at the time when I was doing TikTok, obviously a, a reasonable number of followers and stuff. And they're like, this person should be should know better, right? You know, they really came for me, right? Now, I didn't engage because you don't, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, you just want to fight. And also, this person was one of my followers who liked almost every post I did. And I honestly feel there are people who just go hey that person this video has got a million two million views whatever and i'm not bragging like legit that was fairly common on quite a few of my posts but it'd be like they've got a million two million views if i stitch that video or remix if you're an instagrammer um that video and then, then i'll get more i'll views. get a whole heap yeah, of views yeah. on that too right and then this brings in the neurotypical thing. And I was looking at this earlier because somebody asked me about it because I was like, oh, no, by the way, I, I prefer neurodivergent to neurodiverse. And we had Rachel in here a few weeks ago saying she prefers neurodiverse to neurodivergent. So, of course, after she said that, because I've got a lot of respect for Rachel, whenever anybody comes on and, and talks to me about an alternative view, I immediately hyperfocus on it and go and look into it, right? So Rachel's view, sorry, Rachel, if I pray see this wrong, was that neurodivergent suggests that there is a norm that we're diverging from and therefore neurodivergent is wrong so she prefers neurodiverse now a group of people can be diverse right yes. an individual cannot be diverse because diverse means many it means different from you know like it means there's a multiple things i cannot be neurodiverse because that would suggest there's multiple ones of me all right as a group 
in this room, we are all neurodiverse. As a group, everyone, and diversity includes typical as well as other um, things. So if you think about racial diversity, yeah, racial diversity does not only apply to people of colour. And there's a whole thing in academic, um, all this research I went down the rabbit hole of, of we have misused the term racial diversity to then only mean people of colour. And actually, racial diversity includes Caucasian people because that's also a diverse type of racial um, background because, or... Yeah, because, well, you can't have, like, one without the other because you're exactly. tasting away. Yeah. Otherwise, how, how do you have diversity? How, how is it diverse? And so, like, there is a whole thing around white people or the norm, straight people or neurotypical people or whatever, like, you know, whatever the... And I'm doing inverted commas, norm or dominant group is, to see diverse as other. But actually it's not. Diverse is not other. Diverse is all of us. So we're all neurodiverse, all of us, because we di- we're all, we're, we're all, we're different. all different, right? Yeah. And you don't have to have any form of diagnosis or self-diagnosis or belief that you may have some form of neurodivergence to be neurodiverse, Yeah. right? Anyway, so you can tell I've really gone down the rabbit hole on this one. Yeah, but I but um, completely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm neurodivergent. I'm neurodivergent as well. But that means, so, so neurotypical, it's not a negative thing. Neurodivergent, no. not a negative thing. They no. are just different, different things. It's all part of neurodiversity. And tune in next week for my TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was my TED Talk. Hyperfocus at its best. Yes. That definitely wasn't the cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. It was not. And so if you collect all of the neurodiversity stones, is that like Thanos and the Infinity Stones and you then run the universe? <laughs> well, frankly, I think you should. Yeah. Yes, Agreed. I really think you should. Ever since Andrew came here, have you noticed I generally get the right button now? Because he shamed me into not getting it. It was like they're colour coded. How are you not getting them right? And I'm like, because I forget what colour relates also, to what. Also, are you kind of like sticking to your T script? Because. <laughs> Oh, bless. So the guy who sent me the original message sent me a follow up and he was just like, I. I I love him. I honestly, um, pretty much, I will read you his message. He's such a wonderful, wonderful person. I love him. And also, never met. Did you see that? Obviously, I listened to that episode. Yeah, I was. I was going to say, Sean, I listened to that episode. And for everyone who can't see me, Lockie is getting the bird. Get in the bird. I'm proud of you. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, he sent me a thing saying, just had the biggest RSD before you even read out my message. But as always, laughing and crying at the start of the podcast, you are the best Capitals podcast ever. And, yes, I am the worst at SideQuest too. I love this guy. Honestly, anybody who sends us messages, you immediately go into my, like, I love you list. So, and, um, but he said, I'd hate to for you to be boring and linear, so don't change it too much. So, um, so no more side quests as long as we side quest. Oh, today has been. We should just actually call this episode side quest. <laughs> We're going on a quest. All right. So I think there's also only like four episodes I haven't listened to. So <laughs> shut up. Just doing some. They back, were. Back I just had to check my Spotify. What is your toxic trait? 
I like to be in control. I like to have control, be in control, control situations, control people, just control. And if I don't have that control, I'm a little bit like uh, manic. Okay. And do you how like does camping? That... Yes, I do like camping. So when you're out camping and you're remote, are you remote control? <laughs> 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 my adhd superpower is i have like supersonic hearing um and hear things even when people are whispering and don't even realize that someone else can hear them i can still hear that uh and has definitely come in handy also shut up we had a listener question and we were asked it like I went through it with Lockie a couple of episodes ago and um, we didn't actually come to it because there were three questions and I got Lockie to pick one. So I did have a couple of messages from people saying, hey, can you go back to that one? And so I'm going to read out the question to you. The message came in from one of our listeners and said, here's an idea for your podcast. Neurodivergent Diplomacy. How to communicate authentically when you are incapable of lying. What are the challenges that presents and how can we own our own authenticity? Okay. So, and there were two elements, right, that we wanted to look at when we were thinking about planning for today's episode. Yeah. The first element, and Lachlan, obviously, we didn't brief you on this, but we chatted about this Don't a little need bit. need to be brief. So, um, <laughs> I'm good at this shit. There is a whole thing around like lying as like ND kids. And we've certainly seen it with PB that because of the tendency to exaggerate or the tendency to want to people please. So that can be interpreted as lying. Right. And so I thought that was a really good place to start. We all have kids that um, probably do this a little bit. They're either a neurodivergent or they're just young. But, you know, certainly it's interesting to think about the um, neurodivergent Or if you don't have kids, you've it. seen or heard this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zed constantly lies. Yeah. Like just blatantly doesn't even almost realise that he's doing it until he realises that he's got this great story. Yeah. And, and gets caught up in the story and, gets and then caught just up in goes the story. with like, the story. He makes the most incredible stories and he'll just like trip up because he's then adds something that's just not believable. It's not realistic. Yeah. Um, but then it also like makes it really hard to know when he is telling a, a true story or when he's just like made up a story because you've asked him how his day was. Yeah. Um, and then A, on the other hand, she actually has a fear of lying. Like she hates people lying. She hates lying. It's just like she can't deal with it. Yeah. Um. PB, you know, does the same. She'll start with a true story but then gets caught up in it, right, yeah. and then just embellishes. So, so yeah. exaggeration and embellishment I think are potentially what's actually happening as opposed to lying. I don't because yeah. she gets very upset if she gets accused of lying. Yeah. But, like, so... There is, you know, a bit of a tendency for people to go, yep, yeah, you know, she she embellishes, she exaggerates. So, a really good example. Did I talk about the prime minister on last week's podcast, the one before? Did I tell the story already? Uh, I'll cover your story. 
PB went to a birthday there the other day that you took her to and she told me all about her riding of a horse yep. and how she sat on a horse yep. and she one step below galloped. She did, she trotted, and, yep. and she was there all by herself. Yeah, on the horse. But yeah. when you stopped recording and weren't looking, she stood up on the horse. She did stand up on the horse. And she was balancing with nothing. She did. She and did she do that. she was balancing with nothing? Yeah. Like standing on a horse yes. while it was galloping? No, she she wouldn't have said it was galloping. Um, but I did stop recording and she stood up. That, that's what they were doing. They were getting all the kids to stand up on the horse. And she was saying while it was riding? Yeah. That's what they were doing. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And this is what I mean because there's a tendency to embellish or exaggerate. We don't believe her, right? Well, not when she says you put your, you weren't watching or you didn't put your phone on. You know, yeah, what? no, she did. As, she a, got as a parent, why would you not record the most amazing bit? Because you didn't know that was about to happen? Yeah. Just keep the phone going. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They were getting all the kids to stand up. And I was it's like, it's like lucky on spirit. It's amazing. The horse but was 20 years old. If you hadn't have seen it, 30 years old. And you didn't see it, how would you know that that's actually what happened? Yeah. Because my kids would definitely be like, yeah, this definitely happened. It was so amazing, Mum. You should have seen it. Well, yeah. And so I had a, you know, like I got met by the principal at her school, right? And he was like, oh, Piper tells me you met the Prime Minister this morning. No, I didn't meet the Prime Minister in the morning. Um, However, I could absolutely see, because I'd said to her, look, I can't take you to school. I've got a really important meeting, right? And she often she often thinks that I meet with the Prime Minister, right? Um, now, the Prime Minister was over in England. I didn't meet with the Prime Minister. Um, but I was like, I can see this isn't a lying situation. This is she has genuinely misunderstood. So yeah. the principal was like, oh, I understand you met with the Prime Minister this morning. And stood right next to me and I was like, I'm not throwing her under the bus. Babe, I got your back. And I went, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, in England. England came back just to drop her off. <laughs> So her principal's like, well, like mother, like daughter. They both <laughs> just exaggerated slightly. It was just she genuinely, I could utterly yeah, yeah. see why she had thought the prime minister because back on the conversation, we'd had the conversation about and, and, and I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. To talking about like various different things and talking about the prime minister or something like that, you know? Yeah. And so I could utterly see why she got that. But... I was like, I'm not throwing her under the bus. I will absolutely have her back here and he can think I'm a liar and that's fine. <laughs> it's all good. We'll deal with it. Exaggeration. It's a thing. It's definitely it's a thing. It's a thing. But I think it's also because we just get so excited when we're telling a story and then if other people are in engaging in that, then we've got to keep going with the story and it's got to be cool. A hundred So it's not like percent. we're intentionally trying to defy or lie or, you know. Yeah. It's just like this impulse to be exciting yeah or if you answer something too quickly because if you're not actually listening to the question and like you just want to answer quickly you might accidentally say yes or you might accidentally say no when that's not the actual truth Uh uh-huh and so it's it's about not having that time to process what the question was and just giving an answer and then like end up lying yeah entirely whether it's kids just impulsively going oh yeah or even as an adult, somebody says, oh, such and such and such and such. And you go, yeah. And it's not until after that you go, oh, no. No, that's not actually. That's not correct. No, that's not quite right. And I've definitely been in that position. Yeah. There's three points here from a conversation online in Attitude Mag. Oh, yeah, we love Attitude. Dot com. Yeah. 
and I'll pray see them, but someone has said that as they got older and their lives were caught and they began to see the adverse effects, it was only later in life that they realised that they were not only lying to make people like them but to like themselves more too. Oh, that just freaking resonates a little bit. And then there's another one that as an adult I lie when confronted with a potential fault in my character. This is linked to your deeply rooted past experiences and I wish I could just agree to disagree with my accuser. So interestingly, rejection sensitivity dysphoria. Oh, sorry, rejection sensitive dysphoria. I literally have written down here, I think as we get older, we lie to fit in, to relate or to feel accepted and to avoid confrontation. Mm. 100%. Last one here is I like this one too. It says, I tend to stretch the truth when I feel backed into a corner or when I'm aware that my actions or failure to act have screwed things up but the other person hasn't realised it yet. It's like a fantasy get-out-of-jail-free card. It doesn't keep the axe from falling. It just postpones it for a while. I'm going to remind you of Zed's party, right? Yeah. And that was the first time in my life I didn't immediately start making up excuses or basically lying, like, or not even lying, but just kind of trying to make something up to make you less angry at me for missing it. Yeah. You know, because the idea of owning that I had just got caught up in rearranging my bloody bookshelf and completely lost track of time and forgotten about something that was important to me because there is a tendency, if you forget about something, people think, well, it obviously wasn't Wasn't important important. to you. And you're like, no, it's got nothing to do with it not being important. It was important, but now I know this is a flaw in my character. I know that I am failing when I am late for stuff all the time. I know that when I forget stuff, I'm basically just a shit human. And so you try and make up an excuse and as so to why you make you're up late. an excuse, yeah. which is technically lying. Yeah, which is what this is. It's got another one here, which is very similar. There is that I still lie regularly to my spouse, not about important stuff, but little stuff that shouldn't matter. This is my learned solution for avoiding conflict over stuff that could cause more fighting and disagreements. Yeah, yeah. and I can imagine that that's true everywhere. Like I definitely I think that's can. true in a normal relationship and in a neurodivergent relationship. Yeah, I think you do, right? That's the whole white lies thing. Yeah. Um, But I definitely think that, you know, I think there's an element, and for me I I think the thing I resonate most with is that RSD, I'm so afraid. I, You know, you live your life as a neurodivergent person. I think you live your life on the cusp of if I drop one single plate that I have got spinning here on this carefully constructed personality that i have put together from all the things i've seen that you like all of the other plates are going to come crashing down to well also you're going to hate me you will leave you will decide that actually i'm just a shit person and because i think as a neurodivergent person you create you create your personality there used to be a thing on tiktok and i used to love it and it'd be like oh my god i love your personality and it'd be like oh great this is the one i created just for you you yes. know like and and 100 right how relatable 100%. is that right and but so, we've spoken about this before right yeah. because we can never get away with my with like intim like what's the word? intentionally no 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 like imitating each other yeah because we're both like 
Oh, we're both trying to we're imitate, both trying yeah. to imitate <laughs> each other and so therefore we actually have to be ourselves because we don't have yes. any other options. Well, yeah, it's so true. <laughs> what I say, um, imitation is the sincerest, sincerest form, form of flattery. Of yeah, but we yeah. can't do that with each other. And so that's Stop the thing, right? It doesn't work. So you lie or and, and it's really, really confronting to call it lying, right? It's really yeah. confronting to think of it and as And I would lying. hate to think that like my exaggeration or my inability to tell the honest truth straight up is yeah like a lie because I think it's such so negative but yeah. then also instinctively we just don't want all of those plates to come crashing down yeah whereas or you know the house of cards or you know you pull the one string and the whole thing unravels you yeah. know like there's so many different you know, metaphors one for domino over yeah um but it's like <laughs> we create this persona or personality based on what we think is acceptable because it doesn't come naturally to us and so we have to create it and so that in and of itself masking is inherently lying yep so it's hard right but also other people lying completely triggers my iris same like and i instant i'm like wait a second yes and so instantly you can tell right yep like and this is something else i had written down to talk about was um, and I think this relates much more to that first listener question of, um, you know, when you're incapable of lying, right? Because I actually, oh, I guess it's kind of um, it's peripheral, but it's really weird saying that we've just, I'm just going to go back to that, but we've we've just said that we lie all the time and yet as neurodivergent people we're incapable of lying. And I think there's a really important distinction here, right? Challenge me on this if you want. So I can, for my facade that I create, in order to be liked or in order to be socially acceptable or whatever, this lying, and I'm saying it in inverted commas because I actually don't think it's lying. I think it's embellishment. Yeah. It's this exaggeration, it's masking, it's embellishment. Yeah, it's, the masking, all those things yeah. is very different to if you ask me a direct question, I cannot lie if my life depends on it. Yeah. Like if you say to me, was that you that just farted and I've just been <laughs> hiding it and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that was. Sorry about that. Yeah. You know, I literally can't lie. If you ask me a direct question, yeah, I yeah. cannot lie. And so I, think, I think that's, that's what this negative, person was getting at. Like that's the negative thing. Like I would I would hate to think that someone thought I was a liar. Yeah. Oh, my because God. Because it's such a it negative thing and I vomit. have based myself on honesty and just being who I am and that uh-huh. kind of thing. But then also... Yeah, I probably exaggerate. Yeah, I do mask. Yes, I do make sure that my personality fits whatever situation I'm in. Yes. But I don't think that's lying. I just think that's... Surviving. Surviving. Like that's my cover-up. Yeah. That's my fight or It's like wearing mechanism. foundation. Yeah. It's like wearing foundation, you put on the personality that suits the, the situation. The situation, yeah. I was used to just really struggle with this idea that people would know me and they'd know this version of me. You know, they'd know Callie A. And then Callie A might be the Labrador Callie, bit of a dick at a party, you know, just jokes around a lot, really, like, has a lot of fun, doesn't take anything too seriously. And then a situation would come up where I would need to be serious, Callie, and they'd be like, oh, my God, you know, you're going to have to be like... And I'm like, well, duh. It's And I never really understood. I'd be like, why are you patronising me? Doesn't everybody change their personality to suit the situation? That's what I thought. And I'd be like... Isn't this obvious? Why do you think I'm the person here who's not capable of changing my personality to suit the situation? I never realised that everybody else didn't do that. It's like sometimes you are the one 
that is like the crazy life of the party, but then also sometimes you are the one that is the most responsible and ends up being the Deso driver. Yeah. Exactly. And then people are like, oh, but that's not you. Or sometimes but it is. Yeah, and sometimes you're really pushy or forceful. You have really strong opinions about stuff. But then also you are equally as effective in really sensitive situations where you and your opinion are the least important thing in the room and it's all about amplifying or providing support to someone else. You know, and people, yeah. and, and that was the thing that was used to get me. They'd be like, oh, you know, Callie, you're going to have to go and listen to them. It's not going to be about what you think. And I'd be like, oh, well, duh, that's the personality I'm going to put on. Well, and I have, like, two significant personality differences. Like, in my old workplace, I was very much in your face, loud, very honest, very abrupt, very, like, well, duh, like, go fuck yourself. I, this is just what's happening. Whereas now my personality at work is, yep, okay, no worries. Like, I'm a lot more timid. I'm a lot more uh, reserved and that kind of thing, purely based on two different situations. Yeah, And so the people in my current workplace, wouldn't even recognise the, the person in my old workplace. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think about that. I think the same with friends though, right? Like, I don't know, like I am a different me with you to what I am with most of my other friends. You know, like yeah. there is a big difference between the level of authenticity. Because you can't like imitate. But also, like, I know, yeah, there is that, 100%. We can't, we can't do the, uh, what's it called, body doubling type. Yeah. Not body doubling. It's, it's not, not body, no, it's, it's imitation. Like imitation. It is imitation. Yeah. Um, where I can't use your personality traits because you're trying to use my personality traits so we end up having to use our own. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just fucked. And yeah. then this is what you get, people. This yeah. is what you get. Um, it's like cat dog. But, yes, yes. Yes. Um. But I am very, very intimately aware of when someone's lying to me. Oh, my God, Like I can't even, I don't even have the words to describe it. It is an instant feeling. It is an instant, like. It's like you know. It's like their skin smells wrong. This this is what I wrote about being lied to. I know when I'm being lied to or or someone is hiding something from me. I can feel it deep in my core. Yes. And it's like an instant thing and it, it literally sets someone off yep. from a crowd. I can be like, no, nah, don't yep. like that person, wrong vibe. Yep. They're hiding something, they're lying. Whatever uh-huh. they just said, that is not the truth. That is not correct. That is not 100%. correct. And I can't and like trying to explain that to someone else, people just think you're crazy. I'm like, no, no, no. That person's not good. And they're just like, oh, is it your rejection sensitive dysphoria? And it's like, actually, no, it's no, not. because it's, I haven't been rejected. I just literally picked yeah. up on that. And, you know, so superpower, when you talk about my ADHD superpower. Oh, that is. It um, is actually that, one of mine, 100%. Yep. And I know it can be really frustrating, um, especially because sometimes I I think there are times when another person doesn't even necessarily mean they're lying as such they might be also doing their white lies or you know but do you know there's do you know what it comes from like there's a whole heap of research into it have you have you looked into any of it no i just pattern recognition yeah so the patterns around how their face moves how their body 
holds its shoulders or the way that their legs are, like the whole body language thing, right? Everything when you look at the body language of a person and then it's their tone of voice changes, the breathing changes, yeah. the way their eyes move, you know, gets more rapid or whatever, you know, like you can they see and they are such small, tiny little patterns and yet... You don't even know you're picking them all up one by one. Yeah. But that's what it comes down to is pattern recognition. That's what I believe anyway. And, and, just, like, and it's like you pick up those patterns so quickly that it's yes, just an instant. Their voice yeah. sounds different and yeah. it's imperceptible to the human ear almost. But as neurodivergent people, we pick up on that. And it's often confused as like just being an autistic trait. Mm. I don't think it is at all because so many people I know with ADHD all say the same thing. Yeah. And perhaps it's been honed by years of rejection. Or read yeah. years of rejection sensitivity, maybe, you know, so you come so used to because, okay, here's a thing for you. Just test this one. All right. You know when you're being rejected before they know they're rejecting you. So yes. friendship groups, yep. relationships or anything else. So over those years, right, you learn to see that rejection coming it can be weeks before they even actually reject you. And so is that what contributes to that massively sensitive pattern recognition you know so we can see the lying oh you know oh, i'm just a, you know i've already got something on tonight so i'm just gonna go do that you're fucking lying to me mm. you don't want to spend some time with me tonight yeah that's not rejection sensitivity always right like yeah, sometimes, yeah. You know, often sometimes it is. it's true sometimes that's it is sometimes. true right they're gonna go do something else yeah but often i i think that whole pattern recognition is there is something off mm. there is something off and i have to say I went through a whole phase of trying to get over myself and not be rejection sensitive. And then I realized that even when I was trying to do that, the outcome was still the same. And so I would say almost 100% of the time, there's definitely some exceptions, but almost 100% of the time I've been right. I reckon I'm probably on 95% of the time. Yeah, that's why I say almost because it's definitely not 100. But, you know, yeah. like it's, it's definitely over 90 but but to the point where like you're like everyone is so in love with this person. Well, not in love, but everyone just everyone loves thinks this. They're amazing. They're amazing and, like, and they're wonderful. And they're, and I was like, that is the fakest, nicest person I've ever met, and it's disgusting. And it actually makes me feel ill that you think that they are being mm -hmm. nice, like genuinely nice and kind, because that is not real. It's not real. And no one like it took months for people to believe me like people will like nah it's just you Shana like it's just you're the only one who notices that like how can someone be too nice and I'm like no le legitimately that person is being too nice because it's not real and they are expecting something from you in return because they're so nice yes people only see what they want to see though and it only takes like one person to comment louder than everyone else and it's like that snowball effect where everyone else believes. But I literally, like it took months, right? It but then you're fighting uphill. Once, I, I, once, once then, that snowball's fallen, you're fighting uphill. Yeah, and then yeah. you look like the person that's like unhinged yeah. or not mm. nice because you're commenting. And then several months later, everyone else is like, oh, that person's a dick. And you're well, like, fucking, fucking told you. Told you. I still told you as soon as I met them. A good percentage of those people are sitting there going, I really don't like this person, but they don't want to then be not fitting in Correct. with this scenario yeah. where everyone else is saying that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess like you're, like you're almost hesitant to say anything in the beginning even though you know you're right, but you yeah. don't want to say anything in the beginning because then – 
everyone else will start judging you well, because you're just nasty and they'll think that you're the nasty person yeah. because you've just raised an issue that no one else has ever seen before yeah so okay back to the listener question how so i think we've talked quite clearly on some of the challenge it presents yeah. but how can we own our authenticity in this space then i've got an answer sorry i just asked an answer to my own question cool, go okay because i don't have an answer i think i th- okay I'm, I'm challenging myself. All right, go. It's not necessarily the answer, but I think it's a strategy or an answer. I have come to the conclusion over many years, far too much introspection, you know, lots and lots of reflection. If you are kind, above all else, be kind. And if you can be authentic while being kind now i'm not about with you right like i will i'm kind to you but i can come to you and go this person's a fucking dick and i cannot fucking deal with them and i need to be able to talk to this about you however right and so having a safe person that's another strategy (laughs) yeah i was i was sitting back on that what did i say talk with this about you (laughs) yay me yeah that was good but like i think if you then choose to to own your own authenticity you have to say who do i want to be do i want to always be right or do i want to be kind yeah and i always want to be right no i'm kidding i think uh, no i 100 percent always want to be right I like always come be on kind. i always want to be kind of right kind of right kind of right yeah yeah um but no legitimately no, I, I just think i want to be kind I want to be right. I want to be able to I have that both. moment in a few months' time of just like... Re- in your just face. Being a little, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And just being like, I don't want to say I told you so, oh my but God. I did. And now I've wrote a, wrote a song, I am in wrote a, a song I, about telling your soul. <laughs> I am in a I told you so moment at work right now. And it's been coming for literally seven months and I can't wait to say it. And I'm not going to say it because that's a shit thing to do. But, oh, my God, I told you so. Anyway. Do you um, want my song? I don't want to say that I told you so, but I did. And now I wrote a song about how I told you so. <laughs> yep. Can we... There's a reason why I do the jingles. I told you so. Told you so. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway. But I think if we're kind, right? Okay, thinking of who I want to be. But what? I do want to be a kind person. Not. I'm not saying nice. I'm not saying pushover, but I'm saying that I can have the strength to be honest as long as I'm kind with it. But if you are actually being your authentic self, then you are right and you are kind and you are honest because that's who you are. And if you're exaggerating because you're masking or because you're scared of repercussions, that's still also you, right? Yeah, very true. Because that's part of who you are that's part of strategies that you've developed that's still you authentically so if you're incapable of lying how do we say okay well i can't lie so if you ask me what do you think of such and such and i say i can't lie to you so if you've done this piece of work or whatever so let's put it in a work context we just mentioned work so you've spent three weeks creating a piece of work I know we didn't spend time. I literally am pull, I'm making stuff Can up, you, right? Nothing would ever take okay. me three weeks. Sorry, I realise that's <laughs> triggering for ADHD. Liar. Okay, you have spent six hours yep. 
creating a piece of work that would have taken normal people six weeks. Is yeah, that okay. better? Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you have spent six hours creating this piece of work, right? You really think it's the freaking dog's bollocks, right? You're like, this is amazing. Uh, she exactly is going to be wanted. so happy with what I've given her. I am so freaking proud of myself. And you go, hey, here it is. You're fucking welcome. And I'm there and like, what do you reckon to it? Or it's a piece of art. You've created a piece of artwork that you've poured your heart and soul into and you're like, what do you reckon? And I think it is not your best work, right? I can still be authentic. I can still let you know that it's not my favourite, yeah. but I can do it kindly. Yes. So I can say to you, okay, I love what you've done here. We'll go to the work example. I really, really appreciate I can see just how much effort you've put into this, and I have to say we are so freaking close. Might not be. But, you know, like yeah. we, you've done amazing. I think this, this, and this, and pull out those specifics and be like, this is fantastic. Now that you've done this, I can see another opportunity for this. Can we actually take this to here now, you know, and then change direction? On I it? would 100% know that you hated it and I need to redo it. Yes, but you're ADHD, not everybody else is, right? So, um, but, you know, I think, I think that's one way. Additionally, you can say, let's take the art example, Oh my God, like you love that. I can see you love that. I love how much you love that thing that you've done there. Um, I actually, I have to say, my favorite piece of work you've done and then talk about all the other pieces of work that they've done, which is going to make them feel good because you've remembered all their other pieces of work. And I have to be honest, like I don't so like you're being this avoidant. one. No, no. I don't like this one as much as I like those ones, but I can absolutely see in here. Actually, one thing or that I, I will say. I think I would say, flip it and say, you must be so proud of that. Like, yeah. Yeah. You must really like that one. Exactly. Rather than saying what you think about it. Well, no, because if they've asked you directly, this is the whole thing you can't lie. Yeah, but if you've if, been asked directly, if somebody asks me directly, right, here's the thing. I get asked this a lot, right? I do get asked quite a lot. Yeah. What do you think? Should, what can I do differently? Or can I get your feedback on this? And if somebody gives me the respect of asking me for my opinion or my feedback, I honestly believe. I have a duty to give them the respect of constructive feedback. So even if I've yep. had no opinion, right? Yeah. I get this a lot where somebody will say, okay, cool. Well, I'm going for this job. What should I do differently? And I'll be like, okay, I want to. And I, I explain it now. Otherwise people think I'm criticizing. Yeah. So I'll say the fact that you've asked me makes me want to give you something off the top of my head. There has not been anything I've thought you need to do this differently. However, now that you've asked me, I'm going to take a little bit of time and I want to think about something that might only be 80% of your usual 100, you know, yeah. and, and doing it that way. So you can still be honest and authentic. I think what this person was getting at a little bit in their message was when you can't freaking stand someone and you have to basically mask the shiz out of yourself to deal with them. Yeah. I think the kind of Unfortunately, in those, you just have to be fake. Like, you, you, not fake, but when you let, and I can 100% relate to this, I put on my big girl pants and I'm brave and I am respectful and courteous. And professional. And professional. However, I do not go out of my way no. to engage with this person. That is different. But again, I think 
kindness is a choice you make as an individual for what you put out. Yeah. All right. Kindness doesn't have to depend on the fact that the person you're dealing with is the nastiest little rat that you've ever had the misfortune to encounter. Right. You can still be kind to them because that's what you choose. Correct. All right. You don't so have to I lie. Think your authenticity can come from a from kindness. Yeah. I think that's my answer. Yeah. I'm going to go with kindness, Bob. Yes. I'll take a kindness. Thanks, Bob. But also kindness and because I'm always right. Yeah, that true. Um, that true. That true. That true. That is true. That is true. And that too. Yes. Both of them together. Yeah. Um, but I think that I couldn't do that if I didn't have my safe people to go out and go, this person's a fucking cat! 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because... There is only so long you can be super kind and super nice for authentically without then having to go, I need to get this off my yeah, chest. Yeah, I'm now overwhelmed by my ma- by, by heavy masking. Yes. But I do think there is a difference, and I'm hoping it's coming across in this conversation, there's a difference between being fake. Yeah, not fake. And, there's, and then being authentic but kind. Yes. And that kindness it's, might just be to like, the other people in the room. It's honesty but don't kind honesty. Uh, it's like kind honesty. Yeah. Just like practical, what's the word? Constructive criticism. Yeah, but like if you think so, about it, if if I couldn't stand you, right? I would already know. Yeah, you would. I would not be um, sitting here. But if, if, if I couldn't stand you, kindness is not just for you. It's for me because otherwise if I'm sat there going, I fucking hate you, but I have to interact with you, um, then I'm getting stressed. Yeah. But also Lachlan, Avacat, Podcat, Griff dog, like they're all yeah. having to deal with it too. So Correct. that kindness is actually more about, you know what? So be honest, be kind, be authentic. I'm like it's piss not. On you if you're on fire, but you know what I mean. Like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, do you think that's answered their question? I think so. Lachlan, do you have anything you want to add? Can you just like reread? Just what? What was the full question? What was in going there? through my the head question the whole time? Was, Sorry, go on, Lucky. What was going through my head the whole time was like the Jim Carrey and the liar liar scene where he's holding the pen and he's just like, this, this pen is, a... is yeah. <laughs> 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 um, That's a good movie. Yeah. ND Diplomacy, how yeah. to communicate authentically when you're incapable of lying. So I think you communicate authentically by being by choosing to be kind. And just choosing the right words. Like they don't have to be so like they don't have to be negative words. No, they can be constructive. Yeah. Um, I do think looking at the communicate authentically, I do think we do have to acknowledge there is going to be a cost. And that cost is what I pay by having safe places that I can then, because there's, I, I get almost, there's like a buildup of energy of, okay, cool. Well, I've now dealt with your octopus flipping or your jellyfish tentacles, the constant snipey little comments. I've dealt with that now. And I might say to you, you look, I don't know that this is moving the conversation forward. So perhaps we should take this offline and we'll come back to this. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I might, call an end to it or whatever but then i need to be able to go and find safe spaces where i can go you know what i am very very pleased i am i i do not regret my choice to be kind because that is the person i want to be yeah that is my i do not want to be a toxic little freaking nugget in this world yeah i actually choose kindness as my authentic self that whole life philosophy of don't be a dick 
going to be a dick. I'm choosing that. Um, however, there's a toll. It takes a toll. Yeah. And I need and to that be able is, to release that tension somewhere. And so that cost doesn't go to anyone else or take a toll on anyone else. It goes on you, which means yes. you need that safe space to be 100%. able to get it off your chest. Yeah. Amazing. I think we, I hope we answered that. Let's relook at our structures. Let's relook at our expectations as, you know, as a friendship group or as a workplace or, or whatever. Like, if, if I have to develop effective communication skills as an ADHDer, you need to develop effective communication skills with the ability to be able to communicate effectively with neurodivergent people, which is at least 25% of the population. Yeah. So I don't think it's all on the neurodivergent individual to develop those strategies yes we have to as an individual we have but all individuals all individuals have to yeah and we have to as well but there's this expectation that if someone asks asks you a question you have to answer instantly right and so there isn't this time to process the question yeah and if you just have that tiny little bit of patience when you've asked someone who's neurodivergent a question if you give them time to think about the question and process it, you're going to get an honest answer rather than a quick impulse off the top of your head could be exaggerated, could be completely wrong. But, okay, so throwing that back on you, do you think then as part of your individual coping strategies or communication skills that you could actually build that into your response. No. So I'm thinking of, I used to be a police officer, people know this, I used to have to go to court. The way that you would buy yourself that little bit of time is you would say, thank you so much, that's a great question. Um, so what we actually did was, and suddenly like you've bought yourself, well, no, not necessarily, because it'd be like, um, I, I, I did one time, total chopsy, do, 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 side quest. One time I had, like, I was very, very young. I was, like, 19 or something, and I was in court. I have been 20, and it was, like, one of my first arrests. And I was in court, and the defence solicitor was like, well, I put it to you, officer, that you went and did it. I can't remember what it was, to be perfectly honest, but they were basically accusing me of fabricating evidence, yeah. right? And I'd been briefed on this person. This is what he does. And my remit as a police officer in that thing was to answer the questions that were put to me and answer them honestly, right? And I have a lot of integrity. I think we've talked about the inability to lie. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was fucked if I ever wanted to be corrupt, <laughs> right? Because couldn't happen. Yeah. And he kept on and on. And I just stood there. And he was like, officer. And I was like, I'm, is there a question? Because he just kept saying, I put it to you that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're putting that to me, but I'm not sure what question you're actually what is asking your question? me. You know? Um, but yeah, that was just Chopsy. That was my side quest. Um, and also I got called a legend after that. And I think I got I didn't have to buy drinks at the pub that night. But yes. you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, fully Chopsy. But buying yourself time. And if you've yeah. got those trusted people. Once again, a strategy you've got to put yourself it is. in place. It is. So But then if you are then, you know, depend on the relationship, depend on the scenario, etc., there are times where you can say, hey, just so you know, it takes me a bit longer to process my thoughts. So um you might get immediate answer, but I just want to give you the heads up that actually you might get a different answer in 10 minutes. I'm just saying, it's up to you. You I can do that either, quite a lot. yeah. You can either 
get an answer from me immediately or you can give me a bit longer and say, hey, I'm, can, you, can you get me this to me in about 10 minutes? Let me know what you reckon. And you'll probably get a better one from me. Yeah. You know, like, and they're things, again, they're very much workplace strategies, but there's nothing stopping you doing that in social situations as well. Where you could literally just go, I don't know, leave it with me, I'll get back to you in a sec. Yeah. I mean, like, in, like, social situations, I'm like, I don't fucking have a clue. Yeah. Like, and then that gives me, they're like, oh, okay, because then that gives me that yeah. extra bit of time to actually it's think about it. It's buying those buffer times, yeah. right? But yeah. I wouldn't say that at work. Um no. I think the biggest thing is that we lie to ourselves. Yeah. Like the internal monologue yeah. of constant lies to us. We don't intentionally lie to ourselves. Yeah. But it's like, yep, no, nah, don't worry. I don't need to write that down because I'll remember it or yep. I don't need to set a timer or I, you know, like, oh, yep, leaving in 10 minutes when realistically I know I'm not leaving in 10 minutes because yeah. I am never on time. And even when I said to you today, yep, I'm packing up, leaving the office, I didn't do that for another 20 minutes. That's after okay. I you said still that. ended up standing at my door for five, 10 minutes or whatever before, before I got back. So. But there is this constant, mm. and we don't intentionally lie because that's what we intend to do. Yes. It's we an intention. Inten- it's an intention. We genuinely it, believe we can. Yeah. It's like this self hope of something incredible is going to happen and we're going to magically just be on time and yeah. do that next and remember something that we should have written down. Um, <laughs> And I yeah. think like that's that is the biggest thing is those little tiny white lies that we tell ourselves to get through the day, yeah, is not supposed to be a lie, but it ends up being yeah. An like monologue I tell lie. myself, everywhere takes ten minutes to get to, yeah, and many places don't. And if you ask me how long it takes to get somewhere, I'm like half an hour. But still, getting somewhere in hour. ten minutes is easy. Finding a car park. It's That's that. a different story. Oh, oh, my God. Just trying to – the logistics of when you need to go somewhere, if I don't know where I'm going to park, I won't go. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Yeah. I used to go out in Adelaide with my girlfriends, and if I was driving, right, and it would happen fairly regularly, I'd drive. Um, before I, used to, I didn't drink that much, really, I guess, so you know, things have changed. Um, but there would be many times, and I'd get to the point where I'd drop them off and I'd go home. I was like, I can't fucking deal with this. I'm just going home. So last week I was in the office – and I literally said to someone, I was like, I don't remember what level I parked on, but I make sure that I park in the exact same spot on whatever level I'm on so that I can find, if I have to go to every level to find which colour it is that I parked on, I know where it, where to look. And she's yeah. like, and that's your ADHD, isn't it? And I was like, yes. yes she's like, is. because that is definitely not something I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Because I would panic. Yeah. Panic. It's horrible. horrible. I hate it. Yep. Um, I don't know what had, what does that have to do with lying. I don't know how we got there. My um, person at work is amazing. She has my back on this a lot. She's got to the point where it's like, okay, so you need her to be somewhere if it's not in the building. Um, if, it's, if it's in the building, she'll be like, right, okay, Callie, this is where you've got to go to. It's on this floor Should or it's where it is. <laughs> well, Matt, that wouldn't help me. Um but if I have to go somewhere off site, which happens, you know, semi-regularly, I mm. guess, um, she'll be like, right, okay. And I'll go and she'll eventually, when she eventually then sends it on to me, there'll be a whole email thread 
that contains the information of where I've got a park, how long it's going to get there, how long does it usually take to find a park, are they going to get me a park sorted? This person is a legend. Yes, she is. Yep. Yes, she is. She knows who she is, RB. You know who you are. Yeah, yeah. Are you listening? Because I could also use that in my life. I actually don't know if she listens to this oh. or not. I'll have to check. I'll let her know she got a shout out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's important. You know, like I cannot, it cripples me when we talk about things that we can do and things we can't. That's my kryptonite. But see, this is that, I, f- I feel that because that's part of my control. Mm, I, yeah. Because I can plan it and I can control it. And if it's not something I can control, that's mm-hmm. out of the window. Yeah. I've started trying to do the thing right. I've got two modes. I'm either getting there and I've inadequately accounted for the amount of time it's going to take me to park and then walk to where I need to be or for traffic. Or I completely and utterly give myself far too much time and then I have to sit in my car or wander around or try and find somewhere to get a coffee for half an hour before it's time that I need to be there. I do that. I make sure I... It's one or the other. Yes. But also I underestimate the time it actually takes me to get ready in the morning and get two kids ready Mm -hmm. and everyone out the door. Yeah. Because I only allow this much time. However, it never only takes that much time because yep. it's just always. I've a mess. started getting up at six a.m. to try and have a shower and everything before PB gets up at seven. That's what I do. Yeah, that's I've the only. Doing that. that is it the only way I get out of the door. Time it used to be my exercise time. Not anymore. I'm not exercising at that point now. I do not. I am exercise. now just trying to get ready and get out the door. Exercise is a dirty word. Nah. <laughs> we are going to move on to what your mean. So my favourite meme right now, yeah, and this is just like a in the last week, I think, that I saved it. Translating ADHD time, and this is really relevant because I had this conversation with someone last week, and I was like, the other day, and then I was like, I don't actually mean the other day, I mean like a few months ago, but yeah. the other day. So this it's is my favourite It's now, meme. the other day, or at some point in the future. Yeah. Oh, no, there. No, I don't do future. I can't okay. think about the future. There is no such thing as future in my head. This is just now and past. Okay. Uh, anyway, so when I refer to the other day, it is any time frame between yesterday, a few months ago, <laughs> and a few months ago. In a minute, a.k.a. just give me a second or a moment, is the time frame between 10 minutes and an hour. Yeah. And later, aka not now, a black hole of time where all things that are not done in the moment just disappear into. Yeah. That Amazing. is my favorite. Well, I've got one very, very, very similar. I've just found it because <laughs> well, I was going to do this God. one. Time blindness is the weirdest aspect of executive dysfunction and is so weird as an experience to live with. It's like you see the clock. The clock says 3 p.m. You look at the clock again, it's 3.02, then 3.05. And then you look again and it's 8 p.m. And what the fuck? (laughs) Time blindness is having the general knowledge that today is Wednesday and you need to do something on Thursday. Thursday is logically tomorrow, but the mysterious void of time is like, that's like next week or something. (laughs) Yep. It's knowing you have to do something in three weeks on the 21st. And as the days creep closer, the 21st is stuck in a constant state of still being three weeks away, despite the fact that it's now tomorrow. It's wild. ADHD is literally living in a constant state of there is now and there is later. There is no in between. No dates, no times. Yeah, also true. (laughs) That was the whole thing with your birthday. Plan it, like weeks out, and then as it would be closer and closer, it's still weeks out, and then it's tomorrow, but actually it's still weeks out, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Why is it called meme and not Mimi? I don't know. I like to call it Mimi. Okay, I've got one for you, Lachlan. I'm actually a really easy person to love. All I need is quality time. Okay, but now I feel suffocated. Please go away. Words of affirmation. Wow, now I'm uncomfortable. You're cheesy. Stop talking. And acts of service. But not like that. That's wrong. I'll just do it myself. (laughs) Fair. Um. Uh, ADHD is being pretty good at basically anything you want to be and absolutely terrible at anything you need to do to live. Yes. That's me. How about specialist? You have ADHD. Me trying to act surprised as if I didn't research this for months and insisted <laughs> on getting their opinion. Uh, yes. You know how you had that infatuation with that um, tidying up lady and she'd be like, this sparks joy. Oh, yeah, that uh, Kondo, Marie Kondo. So it's got like four things here and it says... Oh, the Japanese yeah. of yeah. this... Dude, I would throw literally everything in my entire household out. Because it does not spark joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including the kids. Including the, the kids. Partner, the, the dogs. The pa- everything. <laughs> the peacocks. Yeah, the pe- pff, bloody hell, the bloody peacocks. Let's go this here. People that use medication to deal with their ADHD. This one sparks joy. People that have ADHD <laughs> but prefer not to take medication. This one sparks joy. People who treat their ADHD by following certain diets or avoiding certain types of food. This one sparks joy. People who aren't sure yet how they want to manage their ADHD and still figuring out what works for them. This one sparks joy. Basically, no matter where you are, you still spark a little joy. Aww, oh, that's, that's a nice cute. one. I got a not nice one. Go on then. You only live once. Good, because I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> me trying to ask someone for a favour. Hey, could you help me with this thing? Absolutely no pressure, though. Totally okay if you can't. If you'd rather <gasps> run me over with a car, that's cool. Are you mad at me? <laughs> oh, my God. Legitimately had that exact same conversation with someone last week. Not even joking. <laughs> at work. How funny is Oh, it? my God. All righty. We're continuing oh, our taste shit. test. We have two. Two taste tests, one for you, one for Plocklin. All right, so. As long as it's not those. Our last two taste tests have not gone great. Was it raspberry twisties? No, it's not them. Our last two taste tests have not gone great. So we've got a purple one and a pink and orange one, right? Can you tell me what they are? Not until we've tasted them. So this first purple one, looking at it, it's going to be really chewy, so I suggest just a small bite. This is from the Lifesavers range that we sampled last week. Last week, I tried well, to get some more going fruit tingles. Really well, right now. I tried to get some more fruit tingles, but they'd sold out, so I was really upset. These were the only other thing, really, apart from fruit pastels, and I wasn't going to get them because I grew up with them and they were what we always had as kids because they were cheap. Um, this one's from Aldi. It's one of the English ones. So also my we'll start with the purple one. Just Let's just get on with the show. I apologise in advance for my chewing sounds. It's just kind of tasteless. It just tastes a bit like red licorice, doesn't it? No. What can you taste? Nothing. It's really tasteless, isn't it? What do you reckon? Yeah. It tastes like my grape vape. And the prize goes to... It is literally... It's going to be grape. Grape flavour licorice, right? No. It's very not licorice. boring. It's shit. It's very the boring. The texture is hard. So it's, it's life savers, s- peelies... Grape flavour. So I guess because you can, it's all in individual strands and you can pull each one off instead of biting Can it. you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, why don't we do that? That would have been way more fun. 
Yeah, but it still tastes like shit. Right. There is. It's very limited. All right, in next flavor. one. Wait. Ooh. I don't like that thing that it does when you put it in your mouth. No. No. Peach. Peach and what? Oh, A berry. so they were from raspberry and pineapple. So it's the Barrett's fruit salad fruity softies, right? I was excited by these because I grew up with fruit salads, but they were like little individually wrapped, like, you know, they're kind of hard sweets, but then they go chewy. Yeah. And you just get fruit salad, and then they used to be called blackjacks. That has, like, marshmallow f- texture. Yeah, so it's that, but softies. I'm not okay with this. I used the to love fruit nice. salad. The flavour's good. It would be if it didn't have that weird but texture to it. Texture. Do you know how you're oh. not allowed to come up with, like, theme tunes? I've got to stop doing the taste tests. Yeah. But I'm enjoying them. <laughs> it's like $8 a packet for stuff that aren't going to get Anyway, eaten. for the kids. I figured you could take them all for the kids. I'm not... Yeah. yeah, the kids will have them. Okay. I love them. Sweet. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Also, Woo! just one last thing. Yeah. My favourite white lie or like little lie that I tell myself mm-hmm. pretty much every single day, and it's my favourite by far, just one more episode of whatever it is I'm watching. Yeah. It does not matter what mm-hmm. I'm watching. It does not matter what time it is. I literally always tell myself... One more episode, mm-hmm. and then I've finished the entire season yep. in one night. Do you know Do what you know? tastes really good after those sweets? What? Wine. Your wine. Mm. Did you drink it? Yeah. Good. Okay. Side note, you know what little lie I tell myself all the time? What? How we're going to have a hard boundary on the time limit of an hour, and now we're up to an hour and a half, and, and so I've got seven hours worth of editing ahead of me again. Um, all right. All sorry, not sorry, but though. it's also That was all like, your storytelling. It's everybody's fault. All right, final thing from me today. Uh, PB's podcast is going abominably, not abominably, bomb. It's a bomb. Bomb. It's it's not da bombing. Bomb. It's the it's bomb. Da bomb. It's amazing. Do you know who shared it? Who? Do you know who was like, you know, because I messaged it. Oh, oh I, I, I exactly. Uh huh. Shmemshmushiano. Yeah, Shmemshmushiano. Love, love, love the, the amount of drops, the amount of drops you've had on her name in this into, podcast, and you've got no responses. Shared it into um the her story, like the Emsolation podcast stories, and was like, love this PB, and I was like, ah. But also, please look at my notes. So too. cute. It's so flipping it's cute. So cute. The and messages I'm getting and. I listened to it and she's so excited that her best friend is like doing a podcast and yeah. she's like, I want in on that. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, so I haven't told you yet, but the um, after school care have asked if they might be able to use it as a resource for parents. Sure. Yes. Right. Amazing. So I said, obviously, I'd come speak with you about it, but, um, you know, it is really cool. We've had I mean, um, child psychologists. We've had child psychologists using it and sharing it. We've had like, um, like, yeah, like it's just been so incredible. Cool. There was a real need for this and it's not yeah. going to be something that's going to happen weekly or anything like that. It is monthly. And, you know, the important thing is she doesn't feel any pressure from it because it yeah, is her release space. Yeah. It's not, you know. It's got to be when she decides she wants to yeah. do it. So monthly and at some point during the month we'll record an episode and then that way we can then time it to go when it needs to. But she has yeah. a whole four-week period to be able to think about what she wants to do. And if she gets to a point where she's like, I don't want to do I this anymore, then we'll stop. The length is really good. 14 it's minutes. very important. Not an hour and a half. Yeah, because... Yeah. 
that is a sufficient amount of time for most people to be able to kind of like listen to it while they're doing other things yeah. without just completely okay. going, okay, off. Alrighty, so thank you everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We have loved having you as always. We're up to 55 countries now. We had another one. I did look at who it was and now I've completely forgotten. I am just a shocker at this. Well, thank you for them. One of us. Yes, we love them. If you just started listening to us for the first time, give us us a message and let us know and we will give you a shout out. Um, Thank you, Shana, for joining us. Thanks, Shana. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> you said it. Um, yes, it's really great to have you. Love chats as always. It always was so keen good. for chats. Chats are great. Chats are awesome. Chats it's are like having good. our normal conversation though, yeah. just recording it. Absolutely. So it's, so, so good. it's just like natural. Yeah. Um, but if you want to come and join the FM Fish family on social media, we are on Instagram. We are also on Facebook. As I've said, I'm off the clock app now, so not really on TikTok anymore. I go on occasionally because they do have the best algorithms and the best uh, videos, but, you know, don't actually post anything on there anymore. Um, so, yeah, so come join us Instagram or Facebook. And if you have any messages, any feedback, uh, I promise you that we will love every message you send us. Um, unless it is offensive or shit. Come sit on the couch. So, yeah, so come and come and join us. If you do have a story you want to tell, uh, we are always really, really keen to get uh, guests on. I have to say we do like getting people back as well because we always get asked for follow-ups so hence the fact that we do like getting people back um but if you would like to come and talk with us we would absolutely love you and um shana and lachlan seem to have lost their shit and i missed it what was it what did i miss oh uh, my job just like it never mind so thank you everyone come join us next fortnight uh we will see you very very soon and remember we've got that milestone coming up so forward on the podcast for anybody you think might get something from it and we will see you very soon love you bye bye bye